You're listening to Everybody Eats, where we sit down with the best and brightest hustlers, entrepreneurs, go-getters, and professionals. Join us as we create the ultimate network and change the business narrative from the ground up. All right, let's do it. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Everybody Eats Show, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So before we get started on the episode, first of all, thank you guys for coming out. Really, really appreciate connecting and you guys sitting down with me tonight. That's first. Second of all, let's get to the housekeeping items. Make sure you're following us on all platforms on YouTube, Everybody Eat Show, on Instagram, at Everybody Eat Show. TikTok is the same, Everybody Eat Show. Facebook, Everybody Eat Show. Twitter, EBE, Instagram. Twitter, EBE underscore show make sure you're following us and you can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts Apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify wherever you find your podcast we're on there so make sure that you like subscribe share don't be selfish everybody eats all right got that out of the way now we get into today's episode so if you two we got the name we got rodney malcolm william comer wow wow rodney Malone. wow I'm, wow yo. yo all right yo all right. <laughs> <laughs> I He's home. so bad with names. It's not. It's, 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 it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> and, and you wrote it down. I wrote it down. I couldn't read my own handwriting. I couldn't read my own writing. My own handwriting. 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 Right. So, if you guys introduce yourselves, we guys, we guys about why you guys started this company and we we'll start the episode. Yeah. So, my name is William Comer. Of course, you got my name right. <laughs> so, we we started 1865 for the lack thereof of black-owned breweries. Um, it signifies more than just you know uh, a brewery and being black-owned. 1865 signifies Emancipation Proclamation, you know. So we wanted to stand for something and um, we definitely, you know, took a stronghold to this area and um, and just making good craft beers, man. That's what we, that's what we stand by. True that. Um, I think too, the uh, vicinity that we're in, you know, being by uh, right around the corner from, Fort Monroe. Fort Monroe. And, um, you know, where the, you know, slaves, it was a, it was a safe haven for slaves when they escaped from bondage and went there. So that being around the corner, uh, 1865, uh, was, you know, one of the, um, uh, strongholds, as he said, on the naming of everything. So um, the first thing that comes to mind when I hear a black home brewery, right? When I told somebody I was doing this, they said, I don't know black people even home brewery, right? So <laughs> I thought the same thing. I mean, this is the, like, I come, come from New York, that's yeah. where we're from, one Long Island. I don't think we have a lot of breweries or we're not I, really I famous. To, I went to about like, I would say for me last year, all of them white owned. Like, I oh, yeah. you don't yeah. even see black people working on the counter. Like, In New York, y'all have a, a very, one of the, First, actually, 
Black-owned breweries in New York. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of it. If you give me a minute, they're popular. Like, he's been doing it for some time. Right, right. No, I'm just saying. I just no, I don't want people to see it. It's actually brewery guys. Like, oh, wait, 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 wait. It's a place in New York because that was on our list to go visit me and uh, Rodney um, to actually go up there and, and, and check it out to patronize his establishment because we've seen him. And I mean, he's he's pretty big, so you might want to check on that one. You know what I mean? Now, you guys, before you start, you guys go around to because you know the name has to be you know, strong places and you specifically also want you to if you know if you have to do it uh go to other meetings black owned breweries before you started or after just to see like where absolutely not we have anything to go to yeah um, we actually basically i've gone to several breweries on the south side um really none over on, on this side and i and from a business standpoint, I was like, oh, when the opportunity came across our desk, it was like, yeah, we got to, it's something we have to do, you know, not, and, you know, let's, let's be clear. It's, that's one connotation of what we're doing, but it's the neighborhood is diversified and we we're like for everyone come get a good craft beer, but it just so happens that things fell in line where, Hey, we, we weren't even thinking about being the first black. We just, thought about business so yeah hey i'm with that yeah 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 so and and, and the funny thing about this particular area of phoebe's it's grown since the build out time since our acquisition time we've seen the baker's wife foxtail of course mango girls have been here they've been a pillar um mm -hmm. in the community um with doing different uh Nior and all that, you know, the uh, um, parts. Very got, well. Yeah. Very, I mean, uh, powerful black women. Yeah. Yeah. You so I, I definitely shout out to Mango Girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're good, good most, people. Most um, and so, and then Phoebus just have so much more coming um, as far as um, every building you see in the next five years that's vacant here is going to be restaurant apartments, condos, everything. So it's going to be, a, it's going to be just like how you remember, uh, you guys are young. So how downtown Norfolk came alive. I mean, it's just funny to witness it in our lifetime that y'all going to see that, hey man, wow, Phoebus is alive. They already said Phoebus is alive. Wait, it's going to really come alive. So again, you can hit this bar, you can do a bar crawl. But I remember it was just us and mango girls and and dive ball you know right. what i mean but it's so funny within this 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 year's time it's been four or five other restaurants that's been added or it's going to be added fuller's there too so i'm sorry but um yeah man it's it's a it's a, a good thing man as far as the community so um kind of like speaking on that bullet on that you said when the opportunity came across your desk so before this started, were you guys business partners? Were you guys friends? Did you have this previous ventures? Or like where where's the idea of like absolutely like this yeah. this is yeah, yeah, yes, yes to all the above. Okay. Yeah. Um we were, were business partners. Uh our business partners. Yes, we still are. <laughs> <laughs> uh he 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to tell me on the interview? Yeah. <laughs> it's a breakup? Yeah. No, not hardly. Um, yeah, he he can speak to what he did, but um, by trade, I'm a I'm a psychologist, a therapist, and so I work with kids and adults with mental health uh, issues, and um, and I do real estate. So the real estate part is where we linked in, and we've had several um, mm-hmm. ventures going here, and actually on this side and on the other side too. So yeah, so about your contractor. No, I don't want to tell them nothing. They got too much information already. So I, so I own a company called BNB Contractor, um, and we do commercial, residential, um, and custom, you know, construction as far as build outs, federal, government side, and on the private sector. Um, and we do real estate investing and uh, 203 programs, all that stuff like that. And me and Rodney, have, right, me and Rodney have a, a lot of other stuff going um, too as well. Hopefully you guys can come back and once we break ground on that, that'll be something, that's something big. It's big, <laughs> it's huge. For sure, so uh, I didn't know that, so that's awesome. One of my questions for this is just gonna be, what did you learn along the way of starting this screwing company? Oh, to be clear, not, neither one of us was in the restaurant industry. Yeah. This is a different beast in its entirety. Yeah. So let's talk about that, right? So uh, completely new industry, right? What What are some learning curves? What are some things that you're like, yo, I was not prepared? Or like, yo, we just have to figure this out. The amount of time dedicated to understand operations, procedures, systems, it's a lot to go into into the restaurant industry. Different tax bracket, different taxes you got to pay for the city, and I mean, listen, it's a hmm. it's a learning experience, just down to the you know the POS system. Dealing, learning that dealing with ABC, dealing uh, yes, beverage control, yeah, dealing with that, uh, dealing like like Bill said, the the tax, different taxes, um, which is really not that far of a stretch for me because in my business I got tons of tax different taxes that we pay um as well but um I think one of the most important things for me it I broke it down into dealing with people and I think that's been you know uh, one of our strongholds we Mm -hmm. we greet people we want people to come in and be relaxed and you know have a chill atmosphere um, and we want to reach, you know, holistically really reach everybody. It's not a black beer or a white yeah. beer or a yellow beer. It's, it's beer. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so for us, it's, you know, for me, it was fairly easy. Now, did I expect to have an advanced degree and come bus tables? No, but the hustle part is like, we do what we need to do to make it successful. So yeah. And that's, you know, would be one of my things that I would say to someone who's starting young person, younger person that's starting in business or, you know, entrepreneurship, whatever. 
um, keep your finger on the pulse. Like for me, my motto is, and he'll tell you, you can come to my, my uh, agency. You might see me emptying trash and cleaning the bathrooms, but I'm not going to ask anybody to do something that I wouldn't do. So I think that's like been our keys to mm -hmm. success too, you know. Uh, I'm kind of scared of the direction. Like, uh, would you say you guys say that? Mm, yes. Yeah. So you found it tricky into uh, friendship with uh, Can I start with? Yeah. Well, I would, I would say it really hasn't been tricky because yeah. it's two things that we have we've separated and then there's one major thing that we've put in concrete before we even start so the first thing would be um our friendship is money is not gonna come between our friendship that's that's number one because uh, we're gonna continuously uh reevaluate and look at what's going on and be like hey this is not working let's move to plan b whatever whatever and number two um nothing is more important to me than a bond that we would have you know uh, we've had in the future in the in the past rather and then you know trust well, i trust him and he trusts me and i don't worry we don't sweat the small stuff we just right. we just grind and work and get the job done. get the job done and then and then communicate we we you know and that's that's big in any business. You go, you have to communicate to make sure that you know you're on the same page. So it literally like, man, fuck you. Let's go to lunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we, we hey, can you say that? Yeah. yeah. So it's not hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's no holding on any, you know what I'm saying? We say we gotta say for his business and then we just keep it pushing. Um, but yeah, I, let me be clear that we haven't said that to each other. Yet. No, 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 we haven't. No, I'm, just, I'm just giving an example of how, how it could be because we're men at the end of the day. I mean, and there's no egos being, you know, stroked over here. You know what I mean? It's like, look, bro, let's have a, uh, a conversation. And we might ride out and have a conversation or just have it in the office. And meanwhile, we're in the cigar lounge. So just keep that in mind because you didn't say nothing about that. But we got the burial. We also got the cigar lounge. You happen to be sitting in right now. So that's coming. That's coming. That's on board too for uh upcoming end of this month. Hopefully we can get ABC to sign off on our stuff so we can have full alcohol up here. So it's gonna be something different, man. So absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and they go behind the vending, put the coat. See, for downstairs, it's gonna be somebody to meet you there. You had to whisper the secret word and he you know hit the button and the bookshelf opens up so this is how you know we gonna we're doing that so yeah, yeah. standing out we were talking about the last episode in terms of like standing out in your industry so little things like that really like um we were talking about that offline last night and then earlier today we're talking mm -hmm. about finding finding your niche finding your niche. right we're talking about that a lot lately yeah yeah finding your niche within your industry so little things like that add to the experience and i obviously that adds to the uh hospitality and just like the restaurant industry.
making sure that the customer has a good experience. You know, right. You can get anywhere, but when you have a good experience, it's a vibe, it's an energy, it's a you know relationship you can have with it. Then that's that loyalty and absolutely like right. So, um, thank you for that. All right. So for the quote of the day, even if going to say the quote for us, we'll try and guess who said it. If we can't, we'll just talk about our interpretation with a so even when we're ready. All right. So the quote of the day is. Uh, sometimes we must let go of our pride and do what is requested of us. I don't think anyone's going to really guess where it's from. It's from a movie, though. Um, I said the director's name. Uh, say, say the quote again. Sometimes we must let go of our pride and do what is requested of us. The director was George Lucas. Star Wars. Yeah. So it was uh, episode two, and it was saying that Dala and some scene they're talking to each other. But I thought it was interesting because you know, it kind of parallels like the most part of their times, you know what you have to do, but they're kind of procrastinating or maybe just going against what everybody else is saying. That's why you're fine. Can I give you a a quote of the day? Pride kills. Anonymous. Anonymous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm interested in your your take. You got on the quote. So, yeah, I mean, it's true, though. Um, In both scenarios, um, sometimes you have to take a different path. You know, um, you know, we, we live in an area where it's kind of monkey see, monkey do. But you find so much satisfaction in working to work, continue to work to work and doing different. You know what I'm saying? Because when you do something different, that's what your passion has put place. Yeah. And that might be the door that God wanted you to take in the way. So in life, I learned that a lot of doors shut, you know what I mean, for me but open up greater opportunities. So that's what I take from that. And pride kills too, because sometimes you got to humble, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. So when I come in with my head in my hand, you respect that more than me come in with, I ain't doing, you know what I mean? Because he might know something that I don't know. And he, cause he could have been down that path. You follow me? So that's it, man. Just, just a humble heart and, and the way of looking at, trying to see around the curve. The benefit of sitting around the curve is what you can see what's around the corner. So if you if you know everything, you're not gonna be able to see it. But if you're used to it, and he knows, hey, Bill, take this corner. I've been here a hundred times. I'm I'm gonna ease off, you know, the pedal and shift down the third gear. And you know what I mean? And, and then take that corner that way because he got experience. If not, I'm gonna just hit it full throttle. I'm gonna wrap around a pole or something. So that's why I take that. Uh, sure, definitely. That goes back to what you're saying. You said uh, some big clients might find you uh, take out the trash, something like that. You know, yeah. it's like even though you have multiple visits here, multiple attentions, like it's still doing what needs to be done. You're not, you're not too proper. You're working on work. I got money now. I don't need to take out the trash, right? Because yeah. you see some people like that. They get, oh no, no, they get no doubt. They no get doubt. status. They got a nice brewery business going on. And they're like, nah, let's. You know, go like I do. I'm not gonna touch that. So, oh. uh, well, I look at this too. You know, I'm, it kind of, you know, kind of red flagged me for a second when you guys said when you just said that. 
And I think like I do stuff to, to stay humble. Like I had a friend come over one day, I was cutting their grass. And he's like, why are you cutting your grass? I'm like, well, number one, I don't just want anybody cutting my grass. I take pride in manicuring my lawn. That's what I call it. And so then number two, it's therapy for me. And it's like, I can, if I get on a tractor, you know, a zero turn and just cut whatever, have music on or I'm thinking, I'm not talking, I'm, I'm, I'm into the moment, you know, I'm, I'm rehashing uh, things that are going on in my life or whatever. And just, you know, just cause I'm, I'm a, I'm a stress-free person. So I don't need anybody bringing stress around. So I have different ways I deal with stress. So um, I say that to say, it, 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 you know, it's a thing where you stop, you take your time, you do the menial task to keep you on point, keep you focused, you know, but, but there's going to come a time when we say, okay, we sitting down now, yeah. we're done. Yeah. And then somebody can come cut the grass, they can, you know, they can come get the trash, they can do all of that, you know. But I honestly don't know if I'm ever going to get to that level because I want to stay humble, yeah. you know, and put God first, yeah. you know, so. So that's therapeutic for him. Yeah, you that's, know what I mean? you know, he has somebody cutting his yard. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, so, yeah. so the friend he was talking about was me. <laughs> Why are you cutting his grass? <laughs> and so then he said it and I was like, okay, that makes sense. For me, no, <laughs> I'm gonna just be honest with you. Yeah, There's some things yeah, I do, some things yeah, I won't do. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You know, you know. I hey, blame it on my allergies. I'm not, I'm just, you know, I always say, whatever blows your dress up. You know, I don't got a dress, but I can see how. Well, it I'm works just saying, you know, it's a figure of speech. <laughs> right, right, don't right. don't take that. Right, right. You know, millennials, y'all. You know, hey, 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 hey. look at it. Hey, you know, he said he had a dress. Hey, on. hey. Nah. He blew his dress up. <laughs> all right. So, just went through that for the day. Make sure, you know, pride kills and all that good stuff. Make sure you put that aside. So, uh, the last segment, I do want to get back more into the technicals of the jury, right? I'm very curious. Um, how do you make beer, right? For someone like a lot of us, we go to store, we buy, we drink it. I hear it comes from barley or wheat, right? But I'm assuming you make it here. If that's true, correct me if I'm wrong. So I want to know, like, how's that process? How do you actually make it? How do you make a craft beer? How do you make a signature beer? Like, what, so you, what is it? So, so you, so you sprinkle a little barley. And, we don't know, man. So we, <laughs> so we know the process and as far as the steps of it. But we have a, a brewer that actually comes up with the recipes and, you know, and, and brews good beer. Um, and that's, you know, we can't take credit for yeah, everything. That's, that's, Rand, that's Randy Jones. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a brewer. Do you, do you guys curate the menu with um, Randy? Do we come up with maybe like, hey, I want to try out these three new flavors for Christmas? Do you agree yeah, yeah. So everything that comes out, we, we taste and, and figure out, uh, you know, if it works or, you know, the, the, yeah, this is a good one. You know what I mean? And, it, and then it's, he, he starts off with a, a smaller batch as a test batch. And then it, so we can know what to do on a larger scale. And then that's how we, we normally come up with stuff. And Rodney just had one for it. Name after him. Uh, it was Malone's. Oatmeal or Apple. Apple. Say song. Yeah. Say song. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Try so it out. A, it's pretty nice. We got a veterans bill dropping tomorrow that we did a collab yeah, yeah. with uh, eight other um, breweries here locally. Okay. Um, no, go ahead. Okay. So. Okay. So uh, that kind of answers. Like, yeah, in terms of like flavor and stuff, because so you, you're working with someone on uh, who does that. So um, from a business perspective, right? So you guys, you guys have done business here before. Um, I guess for someone who wants to start a brewery, what are some things they have to keep in mind? Like, mm-hmm. is it profitable? Do you expect something profitable quick? Is it something that like number one yeah. key to success? have good beer <laughs> hey because seriously i'm yeah. kind of joking but i've had people come in and it's like oh yeah this place over there beer sucks this place over here started out good now it's bad you know consistency you know have a consistent good beer you know um because that's really what it's about you know so is that finding you saying that you work with someone so is that finding someone who is still good beer and I guess my second question is, how do you find that person? Mm. Um, that would be another thing that's probably uh, can't really know. You know, what I mean, that's one thing. Anybody can say they're a brewer, a brew master. Um, you know, I guess experience in the brewing industry, but then you know, it's coming up with those recipes. Some of it's just God-given talent and 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 a good brewer kind of with experience knows what to do and know how to, you know, uh, make a good batch of beer. You know what I mean? And honestly speaking, most craft beer, um, they're started like in, in, with a kit in the house. And so, and it grows. Yeah. yeah, And they just get bigger and they learn and they go through it. It's like, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna compare it to something else, but a scientist is like, you know, you get one strand of this, it's good. And then you, you know, you just build on it and build on it and then you just expand, you know? So that's really, you know, it's probably, it's, it's not an absolute science, but it's probably very, very scientific, you know, yeah. to, to get the right ingredients and stuff, you know? So, um, I guess my, my next thought, right? So, Get that, get all, get all that set up, get the beer, um, get the location, I guess, right? So you kind of went, spoke about this a little bit uh, before in terms of uh, a little bit about customer service, but I guess that, what's that last, what would you say is that last, uh, no, what's that last sauce, a lot last icing on the cake to really make your business stand out, make your brewery different, make it. You talked about the, the diversify early, you talked about the so how do you get that well, so i i think a perfect ingredient or the icing on the cake would be making sure that your customer service exceeds expectation if i can get a loyal customer in here that's going to be your repeat customer and that's going he's going to tell another person and that person's going to tell another person outside of making a good beer which is the, the the key the, the meat key ingredient you know yeah. what i mean the, the base the flour mm-hmm. um now you have to have something to come back from to come back to like okay well it's great beer but customer service sucks yeah. 
Um, so I think that would be the other thing and, and making sure that people have a good experience at your, uh, your establishment. So for a person that's starting off on the brewery, it's definitely, you know, I think a couple of things you need to realize is one, the, um, brewing equipment is kind of expensive. Um, location would be ideal to make sure that he gets a great location. Uh, hopefully a lot he of drive she. by he or she, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, he or she got to be careful about that nowadays um, to make sure that there's a lot of drive by, maybe walk up traffic. Yeah. Um, and the brewery, I'm sorry, the brewer, of course, making good beer. So it's just those different dynamics there, man, and customer service and putting your heart into it because we have sacrificed a lot of time in here outside of our other businesses yeah, sure. to make sure that this, you know, this grows and we nurture it like a you know a child you feed it and water it and, and bathe burp it, it bathe <laughs> it get, and get yeah. mad at it and send it to his room and come back to it you know what i mean just put in oh yes. man plenty of that so we try to and and, and both of us are, are humble and uh we try to make sure that you know that's what we bring to the to the table yeah. man as far You're as humble Did, didn't you see his rose royce out there <laughs> Never mind. You missed that, that one, didn't you? Never mind that. But you know, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and this people have a good experience here, man. It make you want to, even if you don't drink, that's my goal. Yeah, yeah. So because we're we're black owned and it's kind of new to us, you know, it's different to get us out here. Because our first thing is we hear, I don't drink beer. Well, okay, we have, we have a coffee, a latte. We got tea. Oh, how, how to seltzer? We have a seltzer. So know. we had a seltzer, and it's like we got some water. And then they think about pop, you know whatever the other seltzers that's from Food Line. I can't say the name, but yeah. and they're like, oh, I hope it don't taste like. It. So they taste our sauce. It's like, oh yeah, I could do this. So it's just different thing. And then we got some for everything. We got pizzas, flatbreads. Yeah, yeah. Um, all that good and stuff. also too, I'm thinking uh, we're you know we're brainstorming, and uh, we're on the like speed date night. Got cornhole tournament coming up. Yeah. We got game night, yeah. open open mic comedy yeah. on every other Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're yeah. doing a lot of you know things. wind down Wednesdays. yeah wind yeah. down Wednesdays and a uh, couple of Sundays ago we had a jazz band on the balcony playing over you know the to the people downstairs on the, yeah. in the back patio. So we've been just really kind of being creative to, you know, to get people in too. So as long as they get in here, they, you know, they like, you know, the, the, the establishment. So everything else kind of, you know, sells itself, but yeah, gotta be creative, you know? Yeah. What would be different? Hmm. Differently. With 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 more with more information, because 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 I would say nothing. I would say nothing. Yeah, because everything is has been a no 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 no. Everything was a great learning experience. Yeah. So through trial and error, error, this has forged a great learning experience you know what i mean because if if someone told me it i probably not i probably would have done this different than that. but just going through the trial through the fire it it it, it just made both of us a, a lot sharper 
All right, let, let, let me let me <laughs> yeah. piggyback on that. The reason why I said I would do nothing is because I wouldn't, but with more information, yeah. I would change a few things. Okay, like what? Um, probably hiring. hiring. Yes, I would probably do a lot. Of, I would I would be more specific and vet more when it came to hiring because we're in such a crunch, you know, with, with people working. Yeah. So, you know, when, when, when we're in that kind of a crunch, you might just pick anybody off the street and say, because they, they say they can, they were bartender here or they, they waited tables there. Yeah. You give them an opportunity. But if you, you know, if you vet more and you had more time and more, you know, uh, ways to, get you know more qualified people i would change that you know so you know like he said it's a learning curve because you know hey i've never been in a restaurant bar business and you know he had neither but you know i think i'm pretty proud of you know um what we what we've accomplished you know and that's why i said i wouldn't change anything but but with more information <laughs> there would be some things yeah um for me yeah i wouldn't change anything but i, I mean for me personally i think you know rodney's right you know what i mean as far as the uh there's a lot of people don't really want to work you know what i mean they just here to get a check i prefer people that want to work learn to work and, and help grow the business. Yeah. Um, and that's hard to find now, yeah. as far as people that see your vision and around the curve, the curve I'm talking about, yeah. to see around the curve and, and they're with you and they follow you through the curve and not knowing what's on the other end you know, uh, of that corner. Yeah. So that takes a lot of trust in a person and, and it's not a lot of that, but if they knew, then you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, you know, that's, that's my take on it. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, that's it. Yeah. Okay. No, that's just a great way to end. That's a great, I like that. A great way to end it. So actually, before we end, you have the song, right? Yes. So yes. Yes. So that's, 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 all right, so I'm gonna come up with you guys probably never heard of this McFadden and Whitehead. Ain't no stopping us now. We're on the move. So that's my that's, that would be my song of the day. Mine would be uh from Rose's album. Every day we hustle. <laughs> yeah. Rick Ross. <laughs> right, right. It's funny because Rick Ross, he actually has a clip where he says something similar where we're um, going back to humility. He has a clip saying like he likes to mow his grass. Like he likes to cut his own grass. Mm-hmm. He gives you time Ain't no way in here he cut that grass. Not as the new house. Yeah. 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 I seen the interview. Have y'all seen him cutting the grass? Yeah. You know how many acres he has? That's the point. Exactly. What portion did he cut? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Rick 
Ross, if you ever see this, he's a lying motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he might cut somewhat. We'll cut this section here. Yeah. How many acres he got, man? <laughs> you couldn't cut. How is he still out of cutting now? Oh, that, that makes like, sense. Uh, that yeah. makes sense. With twelve thousand, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just ludicrous. But um, yeah, and I and I say that because every day we're hustling. Because our saying is, you know, what you doing? You got to make money every day. We used to see each other and say that, you know what I mean? And that's just what it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean that that kind of. You know, because you're not making money every day. What you doing? You're spending it. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, and make sure the, <laughs> make sure the contract is, is signed. It's signed. Make sure it's you signed. know what I mean? Uh, That's it. Right. Because right. I'm gonna be William Combs, and he's gonna be Rodney Mailman. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. Can't get no respect. <laughs> All right, so before we leave, once again, thank you guys for joining us in today's conversation. Where can people find you? Where, what's the address? People want to come out to 865-Brown Company. Where can they find you? What's the next step? They're going to find us at 9 South Mallory, Hampton. Phoebus. We're on all social media platforms. I think even Twitter now, but let me check on that. I'm not sure, but the big ones, I think. Well, Twitter's pretty big, too. But anyway, so uh, Facebook, Instagram, and um, TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Okay. All right. So make sure you guys stop by from the 757 area. Make sure you stop by, showing love again. Thank you guys for coming on today's episode. I hope you guys learned a lot. I definitely learned a lot. Whether you want to start a room company, trying to get into hospitality, restaurant, which is general entrepreneurship advice. That hiring piece is very important because that applies to a lot of different businesses. That's something that we kind of have to go through in terms of hiring people to edit and things like that. You have to make sure you're vetting and going through the right people. And that's very important yeah. because you'll spend more. You'll, I think I saw a quote, you'll lose more money hiring. <laughs> more money hiring the wrong person. That's like right. Yeah. Absolutely. You, so you want to make sure that you have the right team right behind you. And like you said, finding people who like, I just want to check, but I actually care about the business. That's, that's harder because like, you can find anybody to edit videos, but you're not going to find a lot of people who care about everybody's just what we stand for. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, that piece is important, not just for, you know, this type of company, but any company, any business, any brand that you're starting, you want to make sure that you surround yourself with the right people, have a nice team, all that good stuff. So And don't hold on to people you should let go. Ooh. That's a different episode. That's a whole different episode. Hey, <laughs> and also, don't change what you do. But if you have more information, then you have you can make a better educated decision. All right. So make sure you're following us all platforms at everybody each show on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. Make sure you're following us. Anyway, you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, that's everybody each show. Make sure that you like, share, subscribe, leave a review, comment. Help us get ranked. Uh, make sure you're showing some love. Share with your friends. Don't be selfish. Everybody eats. We'll see you guys next week. Everybody eats.